Miracy. I'm like, okay, I have a business. I have a podcast. I have a plan. I have all the masculine tools we talked about in the other episode to make a business successful. But without the energy healing piece, it will not go anywhere. Welcome back to the second part of our exciting journey about business planning with Susie Rains. I hope you're as thrilled as I am. I love this topic because today we're about to unlock a whole new level of business planning magic. Now, you have a well-crafted business plan, but have you ever considered the profound connection between your business plan and your energy? I'm Melinda Cohen, and you're listening to Just Between Coaches. I run a business called The Coaches Console, and we're proud to have helped tens of thousands of coaches create profitable and thriving businesses. This is a podcast where we answer burning questions that newer coaches would love to ask a more experienced coach. We hope you're feeling inspired after the first part on this topic, where we discovered the art of mapping out the business foundation, the masculine side of business planning. Today, we're taking a fascinating turn as we explore the connection between energy and business success and get into more of the feminine aspects of business. In this second part, Susie will shed light on how our energetic state and nervous system play a crucial role in our decision-making, our productivity, and our overall business journey. Welcome back, Susie. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm really excited to continue to discuss the business planning with you and in this new way. But if some of our listeners haven't listened to our previous episode yet, by the way, if you haven't, make sure you go do that. But for those that haven't heard it, would you mind just sharing briefly how you came to create Business Simplified? Yeah. So it started with my own journey. I came from a background as a medic in the army and then worked in veterinary medicine. And leaving that, I wanted to start my own business. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I got my health and life coaching certification and I just jumped in. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have any direction of how I wanted it to go. And I have a business degree and did corporate business prior to my medical experience. And even knowing exactly what to do, I didn't do it. I was thinking of the traditional business plan, which is a long document that has tons of information in it that as a solopreneur, you just really don't need. And so I had a brainstorm and I thought, this needs to be simplified. (laughs) And so I created Business Simplified to make it a simple process of writing a business plan for those that are starting out. I love how aligned we are. Those were the words in the back of my head as I created Coach's Console. 19 years ago at the time of this episode, I just wanted to simplify the back end of their business. It didn't have to be that hard. So I am really excited to get into this. And as I said in the intro, we explored the strategic side of business planning in our previous episode. Now you're going to talk about the energy and how to uncover it, how it impacts every aspect of the entrepreneurial journey. So let's just dive right in. So you've got an energy tool transpersonal energy healing, and you incorporate that with business planning. Tell us about that. Yes. So this again is my journey. This is where I discovered this tool. It's a modality of coaching and therapy that works around previous trauma, trauma being big T trauma or little T trauma, which can be one major life event, or it can also be a series of stressors 
over time. And what happens is our nervous system kicks into the fight, flight, or freeze. I'm sure many of you have heard of that. And it's a physiological thing that happens in our body. We don't have control over it. And it's tied to protecting us from danger. And for those that are coaching, that do health coaching, you may have an understanding of this, why your clients don't move forward when they say, I want to do X, but there's something that's blocking them. As entrepreneurs, we do the same thing. From our previous episode, we talked about the business plan. I wrote a guide. I did one-on-one coaching. I created a business. Something was missing. I was still being stuck in moving forward. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And I ended up connecting with a person who she actually does certification in this. And I hired a coach to do transpersonal energy healing. It was a way for me to tap into my limiting beliefs that were protecting me from previous stressors and trauma that had happened in my life and my nervous system was kicking in. Here's a good example. You're on a sales call and your heart starts racing. You're nervous, you're scared. Are they gonna say no? Oh my goodness, why am I doing this? Oh, am I charging too much? All those things that go through your head, your nervous system is kicking in. Your heart's racing a little bit more. Maybe your palms are sweating. Those are all physiological things that are happening. But why? Why is it scary to say, I can help you through coaching in what it is that I'm doing. If you have something that's valuable, why is it so scary? Well, for me, mine went back to when I was a young girl, I had a fear of speaking up and it was a protection. So working through the coaching process of transpersonal energy healing, which is a type of trauma therapy coaching, removed that physiological energy that was going on in my body that I was using as protection from things that happened when I was little. And so by removing it, it totally alleviated that stress response whenever I speak up, whenever I want to speak up. And I have a podcast and I do I share this on my podcast. It's like, how on earth can I be afraid to speak up and still have a podcast? I had to get over those things. As business owners, when we start business planning, yours might be finance. Maybe numbers scare you. Maybe it's marketing. Maybe it's thinking about having a big team and having to lead people. Maybe you have trust issues. You're not sure that you can trust people to be on your team. All these things are intertwined. And it's that protection that we have. Our nervous system is protecting us. Hopefully that was an easy explanation. It can get a little complicated. (laughs) Well, I love it. And it was beautiful. And I really just want to go back. I mean, I found myself taking notes on this. Again, this is another topic that I love. And you asked that question, why is it so scary? Because, you know, as coaches, you gave the scenario of a sales call. It could be doing a webinar. It could be working with your client. I mean, it could be any number of things that we have to experience in our business. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh my gosh, I can hardly breathe. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And all of this negative self-talk starts happening. And you said, why is it so scary? And I loved your description. We're working through our trauma, big T, little t, whatever it is. And in doing that, it removes physiology, the energy in our body that we use as protection that was created when we were little or once upon a time ago when we had an encounter sometime in the back past of us. And a lot of times coaches will just retreat from that because it's very uncomfortable instead of working through it. For me, mine was being invisible. I learned how to be invisible through perfectionism. I could be invisible. Like if I just got it all right, nobody really paid too much attention and I could hide behind the scenes, which is probably why I love behind the scenes stuff. Marketing scares the crap out of me. Copywriting, ugh, 
it is so difficult for me because I have to be visible. And for 19 years, I continue to work through it. Yeah, I love that you share that because we all have our own thing. Like there's more than one always. Like me, it was speaking up. This has been happening with me in the last two months. So it's very fresh. So I'm so excited to share it. Once I released that energy buildup of being protected around speaking up, I was having fun. The universe is amazing. You scheduled with me right around that time. Like I'm like, oh my goodness, because I think I applied to be on your podcast back in January. I like filled out the form and everything. And then I let it go and I'm like, no, whatever. Yeah. And so it hit my inbox and I went, oh, now I, yeah, I can speak up. Wow. That's beautiful. I see coaches beating themselves up all the time for not being good enough. And I should have known it better. And I should have had this done faster and all these things. But it's really just human dynamic. And just like we go through this experience when we're doing something new, our clients are going to go through this too. They're going to step out of their comfort zone. It's natural human dynamic. Those uncomfortable things are going to come up. And if we don't help them through this healing, then the best goal setting is only going to get us so far. The best coaching is only going to get us so far. I, I think it's that beautiful blend that when we can address this, we become unstoppable. Yes. And I love that analogy of thinking of it from once you get out of your comfort zone and those things come up, that's when the real work begins. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to identify it. And I think that's what the struggle is. For me, it was the struggle. I'm like, okay, I have a business. I have a podcast. I have a plan. I have all the masculine tools we talked about in the other episode Mm -hmm. to make a business successful. But without the energy healing piece, it will not go anywhere because every time I get out of my comfort zone, I shrink back instead of moving through to be able to be successful. And when I think of the feminine, the flowing part of our business, the living of the strategy and the structure that we create, I think about that energy that you're talking about. I also think about the creativity that comes from us moving that energy and the connection. The masculine journey is do it alone, the hero's journey. Go out, conquer the dragon. Nothing wrong with that. The feminine does it together. Let's collaborate. Let's connect. Sisterhood, community, connection. And that's a vital piece. In my book, I talk about, you know, one's not good, better, right, wrong. I believe it takes the blending of both. So when we look at this energy healing that you've talked about, is it a simultaneous thing? We're building the business plan, making those decisions, the strategy, the framework like we talked about in the previous episode. And at the same time, we're doing the energy healing and that work. Or is it a, we have to do one and then the other? Or how do coaches approach this? You can do one and then the other separately. I like to combine them because when you're creating, you can't be in defense. Using the speaking up example, if I don't speak up, what I'm creating doesn't get shared. So you kind of have to do them together. Emotions come up when you are creating. When you're in the masculine doing side, you can shut emotion off because you have a strategy, you have a task. So you can physically be writing out your plan without emotional attachment. Once you bring in the emotions, that's where the creativity happens and you bring that strategy to life. So I believe you have to do them together, but it's doing them following the flow. So in my example, when I applied to be on your podcast, in my feminine energy, my creative space, my own manifestation of what I wanted for my business, 
I applied and then I disconnected. And I said, I applied and I'm going to believe that if I am destined to be on this podcast to speak about this topic at the time that it's necessary, it's going to happen in the universe's way of happening. That's very feminine. The masculine in me would have been, I'm going to email Melinda like every week on Monday to follow up for that application that I did. And I'm going to keep doing it until she responds. (laughs) I think that's a good analogy for the two. And it was beautiful because I let go and I got your acceptance for your podcast at the exact right moment for what I was creating because I'm in a different creative space in my strategy piece. So they go together. It's hard to separate them. If you just do the masculine and just do the work, then there's not a lot of creativity. So how do you help coaches connect their energy flow and their business goals? How do you have them bring all that together? The process is really in one-on-one coaching and it needs to be done in one-on-one coaching. And it's a process of holding space and allowing the client to come up with their own answers. And in a simplified way, I repeat back to them verbatim what they say so that they can reflect and then allow their inner voice and their essential self answer the questions. For me, it was asking, why don't I speak up? So I had that question and my coach sat with me, held the space, allowed me to feel a lot of emotion comes up. That's energy. It's all energy in our body. So the emotions, when they come up, letting them flow, tapping into the sensations of your body as you're going through it allows you to release that energy. So again, for those of you listening, the nervous system, you're going to feel it in your body. And then you can follow that energy and release it and then get the answers with the right coach that's certified to be able to sit with you and allow you to go through that process. So it's a self-discovery and answers that you get. And how do you work with clients? That's a messy process, right? It's a messy process as we're going through it ourselves. It's a messy process as we're witnessing our clients going through it. How do you work with your clients to build confidence and trust in themselves as they're creating their business plan and going through this experience? My biggest thing that I ask my clients is I'll ask them, what do you want to know? Or for example, ask the question, fill in this blank. I wish I could. And let them fill that in because you want it to come from them. So getting them to answer that question. And it's really about building that trust. So again, going back to the masculine, for my clients, they come to me and they're like, I don't know how to start a business. Can you show me? And I'm like, sure, let's work together. So we start doing the work, the unemotional masculine strategic work. And during that time is when the inner critic starts to talk. Maybe we're talking about numbers and they go, "Mm, I don't like looking at numbers. Oh, I'm curious. Do you want to explore that a little bit? Why do you think you don't like numbers? And then we have a conversation around that. And that starts to bring and bubble up the things to build that trust and that rapport. So then they can start really exploring it and exploring it on their own at their own pace. And again, as coaches, we know that it's allowing them to come to those understandings on their own. And we're there holding the space and being safe for them. Are there any specific energetic practices or rituals that you recommend entrepreneurs incorporate into their daily routines to enhance their business flow and their success? Oh, I love that question. Movement is a big one. Mm -hmm. Any type of movement, our body is energy and it wants to move. If you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is sit at your desk, don't do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> try doing a little walk, even if you just go outside and walk in around your neighborhood yard for just a minute, take less than three minutes, move your body, like move your arms, move your legs. There's different things that you can do to really boost that energy in your body. I meditate and that's more of a grounding and just really being silent. So I like to meditate and getting good sleep, having good rest. Our bodies need to rest. So I would say move, get good sleep and do some form of quieting your mind and just sitting still and being silent. Now that you've said this, I also want to ask this additional question when it comes to decision-making, right? So we're bringing in the masculine, the doing, the implementing, the executing, and we're bringing in the feminine, this movement, the emotional, the energetic, the creative. When it comes to that decision-making, how do you help your clients tap into their intuition? I'm guessing some of the things that you just shared with us does that, but I wonder if there's anything else that you do with your clients to help them tap into that intuition. I love that question. This is something that I think marries perfectly with having a plan and a strategy. For me, I have goals that I've set and I have my plan. So intuition for me is opportunity. So if an opportunity presents itself, or if you know you have to make a decision between certain things, it's a combination of going back to your plan and saying, does this align with what it is that I'm strategically planning and have for goals. And if it does, then you can really start to tap into the intuitive side. And letting go is the biggest thing that I do when I use my intuition. I will look at something and say, yes, it aligns. Yes, I'll probably want to do it. And then I will not make the decision right away. I let myself have some time. But it's really paying attention and being aware of the opportunities that are put in front of you, matching them with, does this meet and align with what I'm planning? But it could be something that is, oh, this is a great thing, an opportunity, not right now. I'm gonna put that on the side, but I wanna come back to it. So it's allowing yourself to be aware. Be aware of the opportunities and how they align with what you're doing. And you'll recognize the ones that don't. When something comes up and you go, hmm, that's like out of left field, that doesn't meet anything that I have going on you can immediately just let it go. I love how you continue to describe it as a both and. When I wrote about this topic in my book, it's a Venn diagram, right? The two circles intersecting. And I see so many people, they swing to a far extreme of the masculine approach, ignoring the feminine, or they swing too far to the extreme of the feminine, ignoring the masculine. But really, I find the sweet spot of owning our business building our business plan, living our business plan and growing our business is when we can blend the two together. So it's equal parts. It's a both and approach. So as we conclude this episode, what are the key takeaways that you want our listeners? What's something you really want them to remember about unleashing their energetic business flow? What I would love for listeners to pay attention to moving forward is feel the sensations in your body. When you have a limiting belief pop up in your head or when you have that inner critic saying things to you, write down the awareness around that. So every time I want to go live on social media, I get nervous, I get scared and just explore that a little bit. Be your own coach in the fact that you're going to be aware and then you can start working through some of those emotions that might come up. Let yourself feel that's okay. I love that. So let's summarize some of the things we've talked about in this episode. We talked about energy as a tool, 
that transpersonal energy healing modality that you bring into your coaching to help when your clients get into that fight, flight, freeze mode and some aspect of whatever their journey is that's just so scary. We talked about how we work through that trauma that removes the energy in our body that we've been using as protection and helping us work through that. We talked about how the masculine and feminine, it's done kind of together in a simultaneous approach where the masculine is doing the planning, building the plan. It's all about the processes, the framework, the structure, the strategies, while we're also diving into the feminine energy work of it. And I loved what you said when you said, when you're creating, you can't be in defense and it's okay to bring in the emotions. That's where we express the energy that's going on. And that's how we can follow the flow. We talked about how we can connect the energy flow to our business goals and through coaching, how can it hold space for ourselves and our clients to dive into that? We got into how do we build confidence in ourselves as we're starting this new journey, how we're blending the masculine and the feminine and what we do when that inner critic comes out. You gave us some beautiful energetic practices and rituals to help us really grow and expand our energy. We talked about how to tap into our intuition, one of my favorite parts of being in business and all that we do and tapping into that and how intuition is opportunity, as you called it. I also like to think of it as synchronicities, like really paying attention is at the core of it and then letting go and really feeling the sensations in our body, whether it's limiting beliefs and that inner critic, where, does, where do we feel it in our body? Becoming very mindful and aware of those sensations and feeling them. So Susie, do you have any parting words? I have really, really enjoyed this conversation. And I just think this topic just needs more and more awareness. Like you say in your book and what we've talked about today, bringing the two together, it's balance. Let's be balanced in feminine and masculine in everything that we do. And that's going to create what we have in our own coaching practice as well. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Between Coaches. And if you haven't listened to the precursor to this episode yet, I highly recommend checking it out. It's episode 99. And also a great big thank you to Susie Rains for this amazing conversation. You can find out more about her at susyrains.com. That's Susie, S-U-Z-Y, Rains, W-R-A-I-N-E-S.com. And in the show notes, you'll find the links to her resources, her workbook, starting a business simplified, and also to her podcast as well. Susie, thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Melinda. It's been awesome. I'm Melinda Cohen, and you've been listening to Just Between Coaches. Just Between Coaches is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Self-Awakened Lifestyle and Soul Savvy Business. Mishi Lance produced this episode. I wrote this episode together with her. Cynthia Lamb is our supervising producer and Danny Inney is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Just Between Coaches, please like and follow us on Mercy FM's YouTube channel or your favorite podcast player. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment or a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you and see you next time. Miracy.
And so the tailor, having gathered together the beautiful scraps, began to sew. He stitched and he sewed and he sewed and he stitched. And by the morning time, he had made himself a beautiful coat. Now, when he wore his coat into the market, everyone admired it so much that the tailor decided to wear the new coat everywhere. And that's what he did. He wore it and wore it and wore it until it was all worn out. Or was it? In each episode of Once Upon a Business, Lisa shares a fairy folk or traditional tale and then extracts rich business lessons that are applicable for entrepreneurs, coaches, and course creators. Stories always take us on a journey from one place to the next. Sometimes this journey is literal, sometimes it's metaphorical, but always we find ourselves transformed. This story, The Tailor's Coat, originating from Europe, takes us through a literal transformation of the pieces of cloth and yet somehow teaches a powerful lesson. It does speak to a common entrepreneurial journey. Many of us start out working for someone else and give them everything we've got. Perhaps the tailor finally deciding to make something for himself is similar to the entrepreneurial desire to begin to create a business for ourselves. We take the scraps, the skills that we've developed, the experience that we've gained, and we launch our own business. I think it's an incredibly important skill for an entrepreneur, for anybody running a business, to be able to know that creating something out of nothing is always possible. And it's often the way forward because it's out of the scraps of what's been done before. It's out of almost the missing pieces that are not quite there that we can actually bring our creativity and bring our determination and bring our vision to create something really wonderful, really brand new and really beautiful. And then we can walk around the town with it. You know, we can be proud, we can step out and we can wear it until it's almost worn out, but not quite. To hear more of Lisa's stories and learn the deep lessons they carry, make sure you subscribe to Once Upon a Business wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you every other week with a brand new episode.